You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi everyone, I am Martina Cunha and you are listening to Backstage Talk. Jonathan Larson asked, how can you make someone take off and fly in one of his songs from Tick Tick Boom? And I, for the past two years, have learned one way to do it, through the power of community. Welcome to the Latinx in Musical Theater special for season three of Backstage Talk, where we will be featuring artists from across all positions in musical theater, from several Latin American countries and different Latin heritages. I am proud to showcase my Latinx family. I hope you enjoy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Backstage Talk. Today's guest is a native of Panama. Ilda Mason is an actress currently based in New York City. She made her feature film debut as Luz in Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. Her acting career began in Panama on theater productions such as Peter Pan, A Chorus Line, and Hello, Dolly, among others. She also won Panama's Dancing with the Stars second season, and after earning her bachelor's degree in structural architecture, Ilda moved to New York City to fulfill her passion for acting. Her favorite musical is West Side Story, which she has had the joy of being part of four times, her latest while making her Broadway debut in the 2020 revival. Ilda, I am super happy, super honored, starstruck, nervous, and super excited to have you here in Backstage Talk. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Oh my God, you're so beautiful. Do not be nervous. I am so happy. So, so everything. So starstruck to be talking with you today. So thank you for having me. Thank you so much. I just um, read a little bit about your bio and you started your acting career in Panama with a couple of productions there, but I want to go a little bit, a little bit back from that moment and ask you, what made you choose the thespian path in life? Well, I would say it started when I was in high school. Um, I was in, I think it was ninth or 10th grade. And we did our first, I did my first ever professional like theater gig. Mm-hmm. One of my mom's friends, um, may she rest in peace, she was one of the biggest like... Um, 
I don't know, like theater actresses in Panama. And she was doing a production and she needed someone to play a teen. And she asked my mom if I, you know, and she was like, yeah, I think she would like to do it. So uh, the play was called um, Mother-in-Law Wanted, uh, Mute, Deaf, and, and Blind. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so that was the first ever professional thing that I did in Panama. And at the same time, uh, one of our seniors in high school decided that he wanted to direct, produce everything, a musical. And it was Greece. Now, our high school did not have a theater, like a theater program or anything. So this was huge. Um, and I got cast in it. Um, and it was Greece. And I fell in love with it. I just, that year, I realized how much I loved the stage. And wait, dancing, acting, and singing. And it's not because I was like amazing at all those three things. I remember being like, oh, I don't know if I can sing this properly, la da da da. But I will never forget one of like my, my favorite teachers. He was he taught logic. He was like very serious, very serious man. And after he saw the play, he came um, to class one day and he was like, Ilda, I would like to congratulate you on your acting. It was superb. And I was like, oh my god! <laughs> but you know what I thought? I was like, oh, so then maybe I'm, I didn't sing well. But like, that was my first acting review. I, ha I had not thought about that in a long time. Now that I'm saying this, I'm like, wow, that's what he said. That he was like, he enjoyed my acting <laughs> <laughs> in Greece. Like he was, um, and that, you know, like I, since then, I just knew that I wanted to, to do this professionally. I, I that and, and, and like, like acting for film and mm -hmm. TV and I've, I've, always had this very like I don't know visceral experience when going to the movie theaters and just watching the trailers like I get goosebumps I'm not joking it's like an experience going to the movies um just I feel so inspired um but that's how it all started like in high school um with like Greece and mother-in-law wanted <laughs> I love it. I love it. So tell us a little bit more about your journey in musical theater from those productions back in Panama all the way to West Side Story, the movie, and then West Side Story as your Broadway debut because you worked with a friend of mine. So shameless plug, shameless shout out to my dear friend, Chris Lunar, who was one of the production managers of this show that unfortunately um, was shut down due to COVID. But tell us, Ilda, about all that journey from Panama to Broadway. Wow. Um, wow. So I, like I said just now, is like I knew that I wanted to study this, right? I wanted to go abroad. I wanted to, to do it. Um, And my mom jokingly once said, like, oh, no, please don't leave me. Just like once, jokingly. And I took that as a sign. And I thought, well, maybe I should, you know, study something as a plan B because this is a hard career. Um, you know, I've never watched the show Smash because I did not want to get scared at what the industry would be like. That's, that's how much I was like, I know this is going to be tough. I, you know. So I stayed in Panama for four years studied, graduated from structural architecture. But I honestly 
believe that everything happens for a reason because those four years in Panama and the work that I did there was what allowed me to then stay here in the United States and work professionally. But before that, I was able to then like, so I graduated high school and the very first show that like professional musical theater production that I was able to audition for and got cast in was um, Beauty and the Beast. And I, that was out of this world. I got to callbacks for Belle, which was huge, 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 huge. And not because like, oh yes, you get to be the lead. Like, or you're being considered for the lead, but because it was the first time that I was just, you know, no one knew me. Um, and that's one of my favorite things about auditioning here is that like, you know, people, you go into an audition room with a blank canvas. They don't know yeah. you, you get to show them that I am, I am digressing. I am so sorry, but, um, blah. So long story short, got cast Beauty and the Beast was my first musical. I was starstruck and in awe of everyone involved in the production. It was like the biggest, most talented, um, actors, actresses in Panama. And I just was so like, wow, I get to be a part of this. I was eventually cast, um, as an ensemble member and I was a fork. So that was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, so, um, after that, I got to do other productions. Like I got to do like Hello Dolly and Peter Pan. I mean, that was later when I got to actually play Peter Pan. That was amazing to get to fly. Um, did Legally Blonde. It was a chorus line. That was so incredible. Like, I just remember like my theater experience in Panama was mostly just feeling in awe of everyone around me. Then I feel like that's still the case that, that that fills me with such, I don't know, like such joy, such inspiration constantly. I love being in awe of people. Um, and it doesn't need to be like, oh, this is someone like huge, like Steven Spielberg. You know, it's like, yeah, it's very easy to be in awe of this man. <laughs> but I feel that same awe with with peers and with people that I just like see that are special um, and that have changed my life in in ways that they don't even know mm-hmm. but I don't know I've just learned from a bit from everyone uh, on along the way then I got to move here um studied two years of acting for film uh, musical theater and acting for film and then I got to very fortunately my first professional job in the United States was West Side Story at Signature Theater and again I felt that that I mean, first of all, West Side Story, wow, wow, masterpiece. And the people that I was on stage with, like it was people had, that had been on Broadway and that were these, like, I, I couldn't believe it. And I just felt exactly what I just said, like in awe, starstruck mm-hmm. and just absorbing everything that I could. I was, I felt so, I don't know, like incredible because I was also able to... I had this feeling of awe and, and you know, what I just said, but I was also very welcomed and I felt very, um, I felt like I mattered because I was the one Latina in that production. I was the only person who spoke Spanish. So my point of view was, was listened to and I was consulted about some, some words, accents, names and stuff like that. So 
it was so incredible to like come all the way from Panama in my first job to be like, yes, we want your point of view. That to me, my God, that to me is like gold. Yeah. Like we want to know about your culture, about your experience. My God. Okay. Yeah. And then I got to like tour. I um, went on tour with Cinderella. Um, I got to go on an international tour with Legally Blonde in, in China. Then I did um, On Your Feet, the Emilio and Gloria Stefan musical. And then I got um, cast in the movie. I mean, it sounds so easy now that I say like this, like, and then da 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 da, obviously. But it's not. But it's, it's not. not. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not. In between these projects, I think this is very important to 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 mention because it's so easy to then just fall into like well that sounds successful that sounds like an easy abc mm-hmm. <laughs> way to you know um to get to be in this and the production like that um but it's it takes you know many auditions that go nowhere many auditions that like almost get there um auditions that i just like flopped um projects that you know uh, Periods in which I was not working, I worked as a as a server, as a waitress in three restaurants while I was, you know, still like, I didn't have any savings because I had just gotten here. Like, it's a whole thing. I just wanted to say that disclaimer. It is not like, like, and then I did this and exactly right after the next day, I did this. The only thing that worked kind of like that was after doing the movie. Okay, so yeah, so did the movie. Again, sounds so short, boom. <laughs> Even getting the movie was a whole year plus yeah. journey. Um, but after we finished shooting the movie, a month later, we started rehearsals for Broadway, which is for the West Side Story yeah. revival. Yeah, yeah, for the West Side Story revival. Thank you. Yes, which is that was that period of time that was 2019, 2020. It was just, I was like floating in heaven and I was like, yes i felt so powerful and then COVID hit (laughs) but everything yeah i know everything happens for a reason all those things i did in panama i needed for my o1 visa for my legal permit to be here and actually work it took so long to go from like my first professional job here to finally get my equity card to then be able to do a broadway tour be on broadway to get my green card because i've done those projects to then be able to be in a movie because i have a green card like it's a it's a journey but yeah. it's doable you can do it yes you can if i did you can too okay that's it <laughs> <laughs> i love it i want to ask you for your approach to characters and performing in musical theater I I think my answer is not going to be as fancy as some someone else's might be because most of I have had the opportunity to create characters like Luz and Peter Pan and Pilar in Legally Blonde. However, I would say the majority of my roles uh, have been as an ensemble member in which then you don't have a lot of lines or you just creating a character out of like almost thin air, which yeah. is also really fun. So I have to say that I I enjoy creating my characters based off their uh, like physicality and how they interact and how my character interacts with other characters on stage. Like creating those relationships to then just organically be mm-hmm. and just play on stage. 
one of the things that I enjoyed, I think, the most was in Cinderella, in Princess Given a Ball, um, there's a whole village, right? And I was assigned, they were like, I will never forget this. It was like the first day and they were assigning like, okay, so black person, you're going to carry the flowers. Da, da, da. You're going to have the basket with bread. You are going to be with the fabrics. Ilda, you're going to have the fish. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> what? <laughs> and I was like, what? what? So I literally had like, you know, imagine like, baskets and like things with like bread food and and textiles and there i am with literally like a stick that i have to like carry and from the ends of it are fish right and um so <laughs> i have I, i have like a little basket and i also have the stick with the fish hanging from the ends of it and i made a whole thing about it <laughs> like it was a whole thing i because it was just like ad-libbing I got to like play around and I was like, fish, buy fish. And according to the day of the week, I would sell a different fish. So for Friday, it was flounder. Um, for there was Mahi Mahi Monday, um, Tuna Tuesday. I love it. I, I, didn't, I didn't remember Wednesday. Um, but yeah, or it was Tuna Thursday. It was like a whole thing. It was a whole thing to the point that like, It was a thing, like, and people on stage were having fun with it because it was so silly. Yeah, um, I love it. After I left tour, the girl who replaced me, she was like, well, I have to do the fishes. I have to sell the fish. Like, it's a whole thing to sell fish. She's like, I know. <laughs> so I would say that's how I approach my creating characters. <laughs> I love it. And what advice would you tell a younger version of Hilda? <sighs> This question is so big because I feel like I have it as a mantra. A mantra is something that I wouldn't just say to young Ilda, but Ilda today. Um, and it's very simple, but at the same time, a little difficult to do. It is to not try to be like someone else. That is the easy way to say it. I, yeah. what, I mean, <laughs> what I mean is to be yourself, like unapologetically, to be fully Pull out yourself because it's so easy to fall into comparisons into, well, I want to sing like that person. I want to dance like that person. I want to act like this person. I want to sound like, and then it's like, you just end up being a washed down version of yourself because you're trying mm -hmm. to be like someone else. I think there's a really, and I call it like magic. Like it's a, there's something inside of us that it, that makes that we are unique and that should be exploited that should be celebrated i think that's what also like that sparkle that's what then draws people in what draws audience members in casting like directors um you know people behind the table in those rooms mm -hmm. like oh there's something here i don't know what it is but i like this person and it's just you it's just yeah. you And I say that it's hard because, of course, like I said, I, I admire a lot of people and I aspire to be, um, you know, I have my goals and dreams and aspirations. Um, and it's hard sometimes to then not like, well, oh, then I should be like that to, 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 to do that. But it's not the case. 
-hmm. it's very it's very important to know that each of us has like we are all on different journeys it's it sounds so simple but it sometimes isn't so that's yeah. something that I would tell Ilda you know when I was I don't know when I got here eight nine years ago oh god nine years ago and then I was in school and I was just trying to like well to sound like this person and I think that was definitely not helpful. Now I see, looking back, how I did not enjoy just how I sounded and what I could do and what I wanted it to do. Mm -hmm. You know, that's also a big thing to yeah. not be like, well, this person sounds great in doing that. So I, well, do I enjoy doing that? Like the easiest thing for me to, to translate um, is like, for example, tap. I am not a tapper. I cannot tap to save my life. <laughs> But it's like, I admire people who tap. However, I'm like, well, do I want to be the best tap dancer? No. Do I enjoy it? Well, no, like it's, no, I don't. So, but it's a, an incredible skill, but I, that's just not me done. And I feel like that with a lot of things in a, a lot of things in our lives. Yeah, yeah. I agree. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I loved that you mentioned earlier about your experience in one of the West Side productions in which since you, they reached out to you to have consultations about Latin culture and uh, pronunciation and names and all of that. I want to now turn gears into Latinx in musical theater mm -hmm. and ask you, what is visibility and representation for you? Because for me, it, 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 it's just so important to know that part of your story, that you were reached out to be a consultant and to really understand how Latins are, how we are. Yeah, that is that is actually huge, 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 huge. Visibility and representation is, I cannot even emphasize just how important it is and how much it means to me because I feel like to all of us, even the people who do not even, uh, like, like, I know that we talk about it a lot because we are like part of this world, you know, but it's so easy to sometimes like, well, you see what you see on TV and that is, and that's what it is. <laughs> Boom. But we know the truth and we know how, how big of a range, how, how different, how rich our culture, our people are. 
And it's so, so, so important that we see it on stage, on film, in film, and TV, because it allows, one, the world to actually see and change the stereotypes of what it is to be Latinx. Um, and for us to see what is possible, we can start just believing, oh, I can actually do that too. I can play those roles. I am not just limited to being, insert here, whichever stereotypical Latinx character you want to insert. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. It's, it's so, so important. It really does, I think, shape culture and society. Like, not even just the people who are in the theater who want to do theater or arts, but the world. It, there's a there we need to see more Latinx characters. We need to see that yeah, we just need it. Period. And how do you think we can increase that Latinx visibility and representation on Broadway and on Hollywood since you've had the experience on both? Well, I think it first takes guts from the the people in charge. You know, because For example, West Side Story, the movie, the, the remake, I I had, like, I have pages upon pages on my journal of how I was, like, begging the universe, like, please, let me do this. I want to be able to, to play my story, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and it, it was up to them to be like, yes, we're actually going to cast someone who has lived this experience, who speaks this language, who, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's the first thing. It, it needs to, it kind of has to come from the people who are creating the projects. And it doesn't only have, only have to be like in a great, like huge scale, like let's say this massive movie, but depends on like the people who are creating the stories mm -hmm. to include these characters. It, to to create these these opportunities and that goes also for us as performers to then also help in that to okay it doesn't exist well then maybe i can create that character maybe i can create that story i can and it's a lot of work it definitely takes a lot of work um from everyone involved but i think it's it's just starting like it yeah it's definitely getting it's, it's baby steps But it is. We're, we're going to get there. We're, yes, we're going to yeah. get there. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I believe so. Yes. And for you, what is the most important part of creating these Latin characters in musical theater? I think the most important thing is that these characters are not caricatures, that they are real people, you know, that mm -hmm. these characters are actual real people. It's, I saw a musical in which there was this one distinct, yes, it was a comedy, but it was a distinct caricature of a Latina that I was that I actually even found offensive. Not only was the character interpreted by a white woman, uh, it was like the accent was all wrong. It was just all wrong because you know that it was just a stereotype. Mm -hmm. It was like, well, everyone from Latin America should sound like this, no? I was like, well, no! <laughs> No, yeah, but that's something no. that like 
unless you have someone who, unless you take the time, effort, do the research, do the work of like, okay, who does know what this character would sound like, what this character mm -hmm. would say, how they would dress, how they would, you know, I, even with the West Side, this masterpiece, it take, it took time to get it right. And a lot of effort from the team of Steven Spielberg, Tony Kushner, Chrissy McCosco, everyone, Jenny Tesori, to create this movie, this, this remake as, a, as the most truthful version of this story that it could be in every single yeah. way. Um, and whenever I hear the original and I hear at the end of America, ole, and I'm like, and why are we saying ole? Why? If that's a Spanish thing, why? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm going to say about that. But that is, <laughs> that, is the, that is just, you know, that was 64 years ago. So yeah. <laughs> that's okay. But totally. when I mean it, not okay, but like now we are able to have these voices. Just the fact that you're asking me this question is huge. It's allowing my point of view, my like humble, small point of view to be out there in the world. And for someone to be like, oh, okay, so maybe that is what, what matters to someone who is from Latin America. That is what visibility is. And it's not just like, okay, let's create another bombshell that speaks, you know, I'm not even going to try because I feel fine. It's so disrespectful. Um, but yeah, I just think it needs to be real mm -hmm. people. I briefly want to just say how I was so moved by Alfonso Cuaron's Roma. If it, you have not seen it, like not you, I know you've seen it, but like whoever has not seen it, please watch that movie. It's, that's what it should be. It should be these real people at the center of the stories and not even at the center of the story, but like just real people. We need to show the world the real us And it's very general. The real us is very broad. Yeah. And I think that is what people don't understand. It's And it's okay because I don't blame them. That is, they've been shown a certain version. Yeah. What needs to happen now is that we need to show all the colors of the rainbow of what it means to have someone who's Latinx on stage, on screen, and then have the, I'm going to say the shock of people being like, But this person is not. Well, actually, they they are, mm -hmm. and have that moment of education, and not. I'm not saying this in an aggressive way, but just like, oh, okay, so then, oh, that's it. Could be this, yes, and it could also be this, yes. In West Side, we had people from Puerto Rico, from Panama, Cuba, Miami, from everywhere, Dominican mm -hmm. Republic, and we looked like we had someone who was blonde, blue eyed, someone who was black. Someone who was mixed like me, curly hair. You have gorgeous, stunning, like like straight hair, tan skin. Like it's a bit of everything. And we need yeah. the world to see that. Well, yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Ilda, I have loved this conversation. Thank you so much. If someone wants to contact you, follow you on social media, send you a business inquiry or something, where can people find you? Um, so thank you for any business inquiries, 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 questions. I'm going to say questions. <laughs> <laughs> you can reach me at, um, you can go to my website, ildamason.com. And there, um, there's a section for that. I can also be reached. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at ildamason at, or Twitter at live Mariana, live Mariana 
Oh, I feel terrible saying my my name <laughs> differently. <laughs> um, but yes, I miss a lot of the DMs. I'm terrible with it. So for any inquiries, inquiries, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and one last question before we wrap up. Yes. Which are your top five favorite musical theater shows? Okay, I'm going to have to say I'm going to go with top three because, okay. yes, I have a top three. Okay. Number ahead. one is a West Side Story Forever and Ever. And I'm going to also include In the Heights because it's a celebration of our Latin American culture. And Legally Blonde, that musical, it's all about girl power, women supporting women. I cannot tell you how much fun I had on stage um, during end of act one and i was like yes this is it you can do it l woods it's just yes top notch good mm. <laughs> <laughs> i love it ilda thank you so much you are amazing i love you i'm sending all my love all the way from colombia um thank you so much for being here i am honored Thank you so much for having me, Martin. Thank you so, so, so much. I am honored to be talking to you too as well. Like it's, it's, it means so much. Thank you so much for, for your love, for your great well wishes. Well wishes, my God, my English. For your beautiful wishes, for your amazing energy and for your questions. Thank you so much for sharing my, my perspective and my story. Thanks everyone for listening to this new episode of Backstage Talk. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Backstage Talk Podcast. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.